Before we get started, guys, I want to apologize. We've got a little bit of a snap, crackle, pop that's happening about midway through the uh, the podcast. So we apologize. It's not super loud, but it's it, you know it's there. So we apologize ahead of time. There's a little bit of snap, pepple, snap, crackle, pop that's happening in the podcast. We're going to get it taken care of. It'll be gone by the next one. We apologize. A little bit of sound issues, but here we go. Warriors 1-0. Let's do it, baby. This edition of the Goldcast is sponsored by who, Raymond? Basketballs. Basketballs you used to play the game of basketball. Whether you need a pickup game, a game of horse, game of 21, two-on-two, five-on-five, exhibition adult league or pro league try out basketballs they're great you can shoot them you can bounce them you can pass them you can even steal them and block them and you can rebound them whoa raymond before before we get started on today's very exuberant very high energy level of the gold cast can you tell our listeners, our subscribers, the faithful, the people, the fans, tell them where they can find us. You can start by liking us at facebook.com slash the goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at the goldcast underscore, as well as Instagram at the goldcast. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same name of the goldcast. Subscribe that way you can get notifications when we go live with all of our episodes. In addition, you can also get uh, be a part of our news feed via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Boom! All right, here we go. We 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 thought about doing a preview episode. We we truly did, and then we decided to stall. You know why? Because every podcast, every every ESPN. First take, hot take edition show you're going to watch is going to do a pre-NBA something. So we decided, you know what, as the fans, we're the voice of the fans. As you guys know, you know what, we're not ESPN analysts. You don't listen to us because we're analysts. You listen to us because we're faithful, we're diehards, we're, we're dub nation. We, we are you. That is the point where you listen. You don't tune into the Goldcast to hear an ESPN analyst talk about Dallas or some other team. You tune into the Goldcast to hear fans who are as diehard as you that are from the Bay, that are from the Bay Area. You tune into us to hear yourselves, to hear people that reflect and think what you think. That's why you're here. So we decided to wait and to hold off and wait for everything to go down. And then we would do a gold cast after game one, which is what we did. Here we go. Gold cast. Get ready. It's on. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the gold cast. Boom. Welcome to another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Solis III, and with me is my brother, my co-host, Raymond Solis I, baby. Boom! Game one is over and done. Thank you, Lord. The Dubs win it in a 
a game that looked pretty tight at the beginning. Brother, let me start. Okay, so so for all of the Gold Cast Nation, let's go back to the beginning of a story that happened a couple of Gold Casts ago. Okay, so a couple of Gold Casts ago, brother, I'm talking about how this rivalry between Warriors fans and Cavs fans, this shit is real. All right, shit is real. Okay. It's real. And I'm talking about how I'm sitting there at the restaurant doing my thing, King of Swing, doing my thing, and it's all good. And then all of a sudden, I meet this Cavs fan, this super cool dude, and we're like talking and we're cool and everything's cool, brother. And all of a sudden, then it's like I look and I realize Homeboy's wearing a Cavaliers shirt. And then he looks at me and Homeboy realizes I'm born and raised in San Francisco. You know, I'm not from Redwood City. We're not from San Bruno, San Mateo. We're born and raised SF proper. St. Luke's Hospital, give it up. Okay. And so then all of a sudden we're talking. I'm like, okay, well, well all right. So now, now, now we realize now we know which side of the path both of us are on. All right. So I'm mean, obviously homeboys, Cavs fan. No, no hate. You know, we're, we're going state. No hate. And so then I ask homeboy, okay, what? Well, what do you think is going to happen? And dude tells me, brother, dude tells me, he says, Cavs in five to my face, to my face. This is my actual face. You can't see my face because we're on a we're on a podcast, but this is to my face. So then I'm like, you're out of your mind. Your team has no defense. What? Really? And he goes, he goes, no, we step it up in the post. Blah, 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 blah. Cavs, Cavs, blah, blah, blah. Cleveland, Cleveland, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. So then, brother, today, game one, finally, all the talk is done. Everything is over, and it is time. It is time for all the talk to be over. You know what? Everything that's been said could possibly be said. I've heard every pundit talk about why the Cavs are going to win. I've heard every pundit talk about the why the Warriors are going to win. I've heard every pundit on every single issue. Why, why Kyrie's going to be the difference. Why LeBron's going to be the difference. Why Steph's going to be the difference. Why KD's going to be the difference. I've heard every argument you can think of from every aspect. ESPN, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report The Ringer, Boom, 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 Bill Simmons, ba 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 Everybody, everybody, right? So then, brother, I run into this guy. We're just gonna we're gonna call him Cavalier Chris. His name is Chris. Cavalier Chris. I see him today at my bar at 3 p.m. I said, What? What are you doing here? You gonna watch the game with me? He goes, no, 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 no. I'm I'm just pre-gaming. I'm just pre-gaming. Okay, okay, okay. I said, so I got, I got to ask you. I got to ask you, boss. I got to ask you. What's going to happen tonight? And he looked at me. Brother, he looked at me. No, no question. Straight face. Brother, I can hear all that noise, by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening on that side. I can hear it all. So. Straight face, brother. He goes, oh, we got you tonight. <laughs> I looked at him and go, what? Oh, we got you tonight. He, go, he goes, I already told you, Cavs in five. And I was like. And, he go, and, and then again, he looks at me and he goes, 
you think you got you Golden State guys think that KD is gonna make that big of a difference. He's not gonna make that big of a difference. And then I had to pull out a page out of Michael Rappaport. I looked at him and I said, "Man, you fucking Cleveland guys are something else." <laughs> I was like, "You Cleveland guys are something else." Wow. And then I said, "I said, but you have okay. I'm I'm just asking you, Cavalier Chris. I'm just asking you, Cavalier Chris. Just just." What you guys have had no defense the entire season. The Warriors are the third ranked best defense in the league. They're third ranked best offense in the league. What are you going to do? You guys have the best offense in the NBA and you are literally the worst defense in the NBA. What are you going to do? You guys were at the bottom of the ranks on defense. Okay, so I know you don't think that it means a whole lot, but what are you going to do against a four-headed monster? And then he goes, four-headed monster? You think there's four people on your team that can beat us? I was like, yeah, I do. So you got Steph, KD, Clay, and Dre. And he goes, well, Clay hasn't been that much of a factor in the playoffs. I go, neither has, neither has Kyrie until the Celtics series. Yeah, but Kyrie's a closer. Yeah, but he's got no defense. So what are you going to do? Well, 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 I mean, his defense is better than Steph. This is what no, he's not. Right. This is this is <laughs> right. This is what he told me to my face. Well, well, his defense is better than Steph. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Well, he turns on when he wants to. Yeah, well, his lack of defense is what got exposed against the Celtics, and that's why you guys lost a game a game against them. So what happens when we do the same thing to you? That's not going to happen. You really, you, you, you really think, you really think your Warriors are going to win? Yeah, I do. I do. Cavalier Chris, one hundred percent. I, I, I believe our, our Warriors are going to win. How, how many games? I said, well, well, you know what, you know what, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, Cavalier Chris. I, I'll give you that. You know what? LeBron's going to win you a game, for sure. Kyrie's going to win you a game. Yeah. I'm not going to say for sure, but most likely he'll win you a game. But your whole team, you guys are going to win four games. And he goes, wow. Oh, you fucking Golden State guys. Wow. You Golden State guys. I was like, you really think you're going to, you, you have no defense. You have no answer for the four headed monster. What's your answer? Well, well, Kyrie's going to shut down Steph. That's what he told me, brother. Kyrie's going to shut down Steph, which we already saw tonight. We saw how that mm -hmm. worked out. Kyrie's going to shut down Steph. Then um, LeBron's going to shut down KD. We saw how that turned out tonight. And then uh, I, I can't remember. I, I literally can't. If it was Trins, Tristan Thompson or J.R. Smith, I don't remember who. One of them is going to shut down Clay. I, I don't remember who. But... But so just just to drop this on Dub Nation, the faithful Goldcast Nation, this is what, like I said, I said before, if you guys are around a true blue Cavalier fan, this shit is real. And this is the conversation you are having. If you're having this conversation, drop a message on Facebook, YouTube, whatever. You know, like drop me and go, yeah, I've had the same conversation with a disillusional Cavaliers fan. Now, okay, uh, I've heard some, uh, Jalen Rose is something really good. 
when it comes to the Super Bowl, okay, the Super Bowl is a is a movie with a beginning, middle, and end right there and then. Okay. Now the NBA Finals or the World Series, that's not a movie. This is a TV show. And we just saw the pilot episode. Okay, so this is just the first episode on the TV show. When it comes to the Super Bowl, you are watching a movie with a beginning, a middle, an end right there, right now, the same day. We are not watching that. We are watching a series, a series with a big, with, that's, it's a TV show. It's got a, a pilot, a second act, a middle act. That's what we're watching. So brother, without getting too hype, okay, because obviously Cavalier Chris was wrong about tonight. I want to hear your expert fanalist because you are the expert fanalist. You're the best fanalist that I know. Give me the breakdown about what happened tonight and why the Cavaliers lost. And can we look forward to more? Uh, are they going to even the series in the next game? Brother, drop it. It's your mic. Well, the first thing that Cavalier Chris needs to recognize is that the Golden State Warriors led the NBA in steals and in blocks. Last time I checked, those are the two most one of the two most important uh, defensive stats in order to be among the top. Now, conversely, Cleveland is dead last in the NBA in steals, and in terms of blocks, they are. Wait for it. 25th in the league. So this is a team that is towards the bottom of the association in terms of defensive efficiency. The reason why they're even in the position that they're in is because of the inferior competition on the Eastern Conference and the fact that they have the best offense. And basketball is primarily an offensive game. I mean, it's high scoring. They're, you know, a good defensive effort is what we see tonight. You know, the Cavs being held under to 91 points. That's that's huge. In basketball, that's considered a good defensive effort. Um, Kyrie Irving played 34 minutes. He had 24 points. He only had two assists all game. This is the point guard for the offensive facilitator. For I know I know it, that's I know that's more LeBron James's role, but at the same time, Kyrie Irving is kind of the the co-pilot of the offense. I mean, he is he is more of a scorer than a true point guard. That that is absolutely true. But conversely, Steph Curry put up 28 points. He put up 10 assists. He had a double-double. Kevin Durant absolutely destroyed the Cavaliers, not only inside the paint, but in the perimeter too. 38 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. You know, he's he was knocking on triple doubles door. Jamon Green had nine points, uh, 11 rebounds, doing what Jamon Green does. Clay Thompson, offensively, he's continuing to struggle, which is really frustrating to see. But defensively, I saw him defense put defensive stops on every single starter, with the exception of Tristan Thompson. Um, on the Cavaliers team. I saw him stop LeBron James. I saw him stop Kevin Love. I saw him stop J.R. Smith. And I saw him stop Kyrie Irving, all in different sequences and multiple times for some of those players because he was on Kevin Love a lot. He was on Kyrie Irving a lot. And even though Kyrie Irving is absolutely surgical whenever he drives to the basket, there were a couple times when he got uh, he forced Kyrie Irving to put up a bad jump shot, and he also made a miss uh, in the paint uh, once or twice, I believe. I mean, so what 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 Clay Thompson's not doing on the offensive end, he's absolutely doing he's he's playing the same level 
uh, that Draymond Green plays on the defensive end. He's getting tons and tons of stops, multiple stops. And there's no stat that says, like, stops. You know what I mean? But when you're watching the game and I'm seeing Clay Thompson on the other end of the floor, I'm watching his footwork because his lateral movement is so swift. He can keep actually keep up with Kyrie Irving. Draymond Green doesn't have the same lateral speed that Clay Thompson does. So Kyrie Irving is, is a mismatch on Draymond Green. But that, that's why they have Clay Thompson on, on Kyrie Irving because of that lateral speed that he can keep up with a guy as fast as Kyrie Irving. And you saw the results tonight. Uh, Kyrie was not distributing. LeBron James uh, was. He had eight assists. He did well. But there are also five players who played in this game on the Cavaliers team that had zero points, including their star center, Tristan Thompson. Zero points. Absolutely no contribution. In fact, and he's in the starting rotation. So LeBron scored, Kevin scored, J.R. Smith scored, Kyrie Irving scored. J.R. Smith only scored three points, by the way. Deron Williams didn't score nothing. Tristan Thompson scored zero. Kyle Korver shot shot nothing, and he played 19 minutes. Deron Williams played 18 minutes for no points. Tristan Thompson played 22 minutes to put up a big fat zero. And then there was a cut. Derek Williams and James Jones played like garbage time, and they didn't put up any points. So this was an absolutely defensive dismantling. It was close in the first quarter and the first quarter only. And then Golden State took over, got a little comfortable lead going into the half. And then the third quarter, Steph went off for six threes and then just dismantled them. And Kevin Durant was dismantling them the entire time. He was dunking all over them. They just couldn't. Brother, brother, I like, can, I, can I interrupt real quick? He was yeah. tied for the most dunks he's ever done in the first half of, of a game in the finals. Yes. He was just destroying them in the paint. It's the, the impression I got was that Cleveland's defensive game plan was to eliminate Golden State's perimeter shooting. But the point is that is a more relevant game plan if the, if we were playing last year's team or the year before that's team. That was more or less their game. Clay Thompson, yeah, you would have definitely eliminated him this game. He he took a lot of shots. He took rush shots. He's kind of in his own head right now. That's why he's in that funk. It's not that he's getting he, – they are getting contested, but I've seen him make tons of contested shots. So the only thing I can think of now is that he's kind of in his own head now. It, and that's it won't the last. Am I right? It, it won't last. It won't. I really expected him to break out this game, but uh, but unfortunately, it was still the same thing. Only six points from him. Um, he had a few rebounds. He had four assists. So, I mean, he's 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 putting. He doesn't he doesn't have any blocks because he's not that kind of defensive guy. But what he does do is he gets in your face. He sticks to you like glue, and he forces you to take really highly contested shots. And that's why I said I saw him stop every single starter with the exception of Tristan Thompson because I don't think he was ever on Tristan Thompson. And Thompson, uh, Tristan Thompson only made like uh, three field goal attempts the entire game. Um, but uh, for Clay Thompson's part, he stopped all their top shooters. Um, more than once on one, at least at, at the very least once each. And then for a couple of them, I think Kyrie and love, like I said earlier, he stopped them multiple times. So huge defensive effort in basketball. You know, that's huge, especially against a guy like LeBron James, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a tremendous scorer. There's no doubt about it, but he doesn't play two way basketball and he's not a traditional point guard distributor. So you're limited in that in that regard, meaning that if you're going to rely purely on his scoring, and no distribution, then you've got to get support from your other role players. And the defense was just too tight for Golden State. They, they couldn't. Cleveland couldn't do anything. They were kind of strangled the whole time. They were trying to keep up with them. They couldn't. Every time Durant got the ball, he was either taking a, a really nice field goal shot 
you know, that was barely contested or he was just having his way in the dunk. So I'm going to expect that the, the, the post to get really tight in game two. And then you're going to kind of see the reverse happen where it's going to be more jump shooting. And then, then it's, it's going to, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you think that golden state's pure jump shooting. Sure. That's their primary form of offensive play. But with a guy like Kevin Durant, who's taken over the position of Harrison Barnes, who is more or less a jump shooter, he drives in the paint just as well as LeBron James. And he outplayed LeBron James tonight. Okay, he so outplayed let's... most of the Cavs. So let me ask you a question, brother. Let, let, let's, let's play devil's advocate since we're here and you and I both and all the Goldcast Nation, tomorrow we're going to have to all wake up and we're going to go to our jobs. We're going to go to whatever we do for a living. And somewhere, all of us, Everybody here, and I want to hear. I want to hear a post. If you're listening to the Goldcast right now, I want to hear a post about the conversation you're going to have tomorrow with the Cavaliers diehard that you know. Okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear it on Instagram.com/slash the Goldcast. I want to hear it Facebook.com/slash the Goldcast. I want to hear about YouTube.com/slash the Goldcast. If when you wake up tomorrow. Every one of us, am I right, brother? Every one of us is going to sit there and talk to somebody who's a diehard Cavs fan. Am I right? Yep. Yep. We're all going to have that conversation. We all know that one guy, the one dude, the one girl at the water cooler who is the diehard Cavs fan, you know, from Cleveland, quote unquote. And so let me ask you, brother. So let let me ask you, let's reverse this situation. So amazing again. We're looking at the pilot episode of a TV series. We are not looking at a movie. This is not the beginning, the middle, the end. This is barely the first act of a whole television series. So tell me, brother, if you're if you're a Cavs fan, so prepare us, prepare everyone on the Goldcast Nation, prepare everybody who prepare everyone who's a who loves the Warriors, is dub nation, prepare all of us. What what do the Cavs do on Sunday to beat us? How do they reverse this situation? If, if you can think of it, if you can't, you go, uh, you know, brother, I, I really don't know. I, I think there's no answer. Then that's fine too. But tell me right now, if you're a Cavs fan, how do you defeat the Warriors on Sunday? Well, to be fair, um, they're going to have to play their best basketball that they've ever played. Simple as that. I mean, Love, James, and Kyrie all got their points. You know, that there's no denying that. You know, even though that they got stops, you know, against any other team, that's enough to put them away. You know, LeBron had 28 points. Kevin Love had 15, too shy of his season average. Kyrie had 24. That's right around, you know, where, where he normally puts up. And, he can, and Kyrie can do double that when he's really on. Um, but the point is, when you have five five players who are in the game, three of them who are, you know, one within your starting uh, lineup and two within your second unit that put up zero points, uh, it's going to be really tough. And all those shots were contested. So what they need to do is they need to be much more aware of the their their switches when they're uh, defending the perimeter, and somebody needs to come down and cover the post. And that's that man is most likely either Kevin Love or Tristan Thompson. So. They need to do that, and I'm not sure that they – because they haven't necessarily done that at the same efficiency as Golden State, and this is for all the marbles, I just don't see that kind of effort. I can see it in maybe one or two games, but even then, 
it's it's not going to be enough because if you if you're going to force Kevin Durant outside the paint, he's just as efficient. Remember, this is like Kevin Durant is a, a revolutionized version of a Dirk Nowitzki. And and Kevin Durant looked up to Dirk Nowitzki and actually modeled some of his shooting mechanics after Dirk Nowitzki. The, and let's the, uh, not forget this. Dirk Nowitzki actually defeated LeBron when they, they had no business defeating him in 2010 and, and they psyched him out. And that was one of the greatest one of the greatest uh, NBA finals I've ever seen, because, as you know, I, I never root for LeBron. But that, that you you told me, let's let's go all the way back. We're going back six years, Gold Cat Nation, before there even was a Gold Cast podcast. And I remember telling my brother that I told them the Heat in five. And my brother said Mavericks in five. And you were right. I was wrong. Actually, I don't even remember how many ga- how many games. I, I don't remember if it was five. How many games was it? But I remember you telling me that I was going to be wrong. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was like so six ago. years ago. But do you remember that I told you that I believed the Heat was going to win? And you said, no, Mavericks are going to win. And you were right. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You did tell me that. And that was uh, with... Rick Carlisle and Mr. Eric Spolstra versus Eric Spolstra. Mr. Eric, Rick Carlisle. Let me show you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Jim Carrey. <laughs> so let's go back. Sorry. I hate to interrupt, but let's go back. Yeah. So um, I think. Uh, 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 so, so, so let me ask you this, brother. I mean, just, I, mean, I, just, I, I want to ask objectively. I know the Gold Cast Nation doesn't want to hear this, but I just want to ask objectively. Objectively. Do are the Cavs able to adjust? How do they adjust? Is it even possible? I'm I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm I'm legitimately asking you to go. Hey, flip your brain, flip your brain. Let's because you know what? Hey, everybody who's a Warriors fan right now, you guys all know it. You're gonna hear the Gold Cats because you want to hear everyone go Bay Area, and then you're gonna go. You're gonna listen to to NBC Bay Area to hear Bay Area, and then you're gonna hear First Take to go Bay. And you're going to hear everything you're going to listen to for the next 95-7 the game. I don't even know why you listen to it. I don't know. It's the wackest. Bay Area. You're going to hear every everything you're going to listen to in the next two days is going to hear. You want to hear that chant. Bay Area. Now, but stop. Let's all remind ourselves. This is a television series. This isn't a movie. So we, we only saw the pilot episode don't forget, and I'm not trying to pour rain on the parade, but don't forget we were already up 3-1 one year ago. We beat this team three times in the first game of the NBA Finals, three times in a row. This is nothing new. LeBron's lost this game many times. This is nothing new. So the mm-hmm. question I ask for you, Ray, as the ultimate fanalist, the fanalist I trust the most out of anybody is there a game plan? Turn the whispers, flip the brain around. Is there a game plan? Is there a situation? Is there a possibility? Is there a place where you look and go, you know what? The Cavs can win game two, but they got to go, go do this. No, the, the scenario that I gave, the game plan that I gave is, I think that's going to be more formidable when the Warriors go to Cleveland, but I don't necessarily see that happening in game two. I, I do see an adjustment in game two, but at the same time, uh, it works against them because if you're going to, you're going to give up something. 
because you're it's going to be hard to try to double team Kevin Durant because then you know Steph Curry had his way tonight you know it was a little tight for him in the first quarter but you know second and third quarter he really went off and got into a rhythm um and Clay's eventually going to bust out you can't you know the Cavs know that they can't sleep on him and that's why they defend him really tight he was he was well contested most of the night and there was some easy layups that he just missed because he's just in his own head he could have made at least three there was at least three or four shots that I thought he should have made um, especially when he had a pretty good look on one of the threes. He didn't make any threes. He missed like three layups. So he could have easily been up to closer to his average of 20 um, had he made, you know, at least five of those shots. So he's someone to watch as we go forward because they're definitely going to crack down on Kevin Durant. But then you got to deal with Steph Curry. And to be to be honest, um, even though Golden State, the primary points, you know, nobody was in double digits except for Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. But every single person, with the exception of Patrick McCaw, put points on the board. So when your entire team is putting points on the board, and on Cleveland side, you have five players with zero points that all played into the game, that's a huge lopsided. So the point is that Golden State's too deep, um, and their guys can score. There's not like any true potent scorers, but it's it's all spread out. You know, it's spread out between all the role players. Andre put up seven. JaVale McGee had four. Sean Livingston had two. David West had a shot. Ian Clark had a couple buckets. Mac- McAdoo had a couple. Matt Barnes had a three at the end. Um, these guys are all going to contribute. So I don't expect that same output from Cleveland. So I think game two is going to be similar to game one, only I think Cleveland's going to put a better effort. But Golden State's still going to win. Okay, so let, <clears throat> let's talk about this for a second. Mavericks won in six, by the way. Oh, okay. So they won in six. Thank you. Thank you. Dirk, Dirk got the MVP. There was only one game where he scored like 18 points. Other than that, he he it was 24 points or more in every single game. Man, you totally called that on on the Mavericks. My my hatred for LeBron was still like a little a little baby Groot, and now it's it was like, Dirk's time. It was, it was Dirk's, Dirk's time. time. It, was, it was Dirk's time. It was also Jason Kidd's time. You called that from the beginning. I remember. I mean, I was like I said, my hatred for LeBron was a baby Groot. It was just a baby Groot. I was really annoyed with him. But now it's like a full-sized Groot, like a full-sized Guardian of the Galaxy is like full-sized Groot. Now I, you know, I, I just can't stand it. So I like that. So you, you, I mean, you're 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 basically joining the consensus is that, you know, kind of going back to the just the overall general skill level of each team that LeBron doesn't have enough. I agree with you. I, I think I think the Warriors for sure are going to close out these first two games. I do believe now let, let me ask you let's let's look ahead let's look ahead at the future. I do believe that the Warriors and the Cavs will split the series in in Cleveland. How do you feel about that? I think there's a good shot. I mean, I said I said Golden State in 5. So uh, and I believe that that loss will come in Cleveland, but it won't come at home. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second, brother. So let's talk about that. So I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Okay, I've I've got I've got the cle you know I got Cavalier Chris on one side of my ear telling me that you know what there's no way you guys are gonna win you guys are gonna lose in five or six excuse me then then I got but then I got those hardcore Golden State fans that are telling me whoa 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 Golden State in four that's not gonna happen now let me ask you so let me ask you my point brother I haven't asked you my point and you can defend or argue my point. So, I mean, you know, this is this is what the gold cast is all about. So, my point, I'm saying LeBron's going to get you one if you're Cleveland. Kyrie, 
I think it's probably going to get you one. If he pulls another game, another third quarter, like he pulled against uh, Boston, he's going to get you one. But that team isn't going to get you. Yeah, but Boston doesn't defend at the same level as Golden State. Not even close. So, so let me ask you. So, when I sit there, so let, so let me ask you. Now, let, let's 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 go back to the basics of the gold cast, okay? Let's go back to the basics of the gold cast, and let's let's talk about the whispers, the whispers, the whispers, the whispers. We all know if if you're a fan of the gold cast, if you've been listening for a while, you know exactly what the whispers, the whispers, the whispers are. So, brother, let's talk about the whispers. What are the whispers? What do they tell you? Okay, so so I'm telling you right now, Kyrie's going to get you one, LeBron's going to get you one, and they're going to close out in six. When I told Cavalier Chris, when I told Cavalier Chris, Warriors in six, he about lost his goddamn mind. I mean, I watched... This man, this man has glasses. He's much taller than me. I mean, I almost watched his eyes explode out of his face. So, <laughs> so tell me, brother, Raymond Solis the first, the greatest fanalist in the history of the Bay. Am I wrong? Well, I think they're going to do it in five. So, I think you're wrong in that regard. So I don't think you're wrong in believing that Golden State's going to win because I believe the same thing too. Oh, for sure. Leia, so, so for 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 the Goldcast Nation, for the Dub Nation, for the faithful, for the Bay Area, tell me, lay out the five games. What's going to happen? Break it down. Raymond Solis the first. Here we go. Well, I think you're going to see. I think they're going to win. You know by. Maybe not by 20-plus points in Game 2, but they're probably going to win by at least 10 or 12. That's what I see. And the adjustment that Cleveland can make and most likely will make in defending the paint better to not give uh, Kevin Durant you know, so much freedom inside inside there and, and the perimeter, too. He actually had freedom all over, I think, because they were so concentrated on trying to stop the perimeter shooting from Clay Thompson. But, you know, even Jamar Green had a a nice three there in the uh, fourth, I believe it was. You can't, you can't, if, if it was, the, if this was last year's team, you could double team Steph and contest Clay, and you'd probably have a good shot at winning this game. But you can't double team Steph. You can't double team Kevin Durant. You can't double team Clay or Draymond. And they're not going to uh, on those two players. They respect them, but not enough to double team them. So either way, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So I expect the paint to be defended better in game two. But at the same time, that's going to open up more perimeter shooting for Golden State. And they pass the ball so well that I think that the adjustment you're going to see, you're going to see a difference in Cleveland's play in game two in terms of their defensive adjustment. But it's still not going to be enough to stop Golden State. I think you're still going to see the same level of defense you saw. You saw some jitters in the first quarter from for both sure. teams. For sure. But, we, um, we, we saw jitters across the board. And the second we got past that first quarter, Golden State was like, oh, wait, we're Golden State. Yeah, fuck you guys. It's over. Exactly. So I think game two, they're going to win. They're going to there. There's a good chance they're going to lose one of those games in Cleveland. That's where I think they're going to do it. It could be game three. Could be game four. I'm not quite sure. I would not be surprised if I'm wrong and they end up sweeping because that's definitely a possibility if they keep playing like this. So so hold um, on, brother. Let's hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I, I hate to interrupt you. No offense, but let, let's talk about that because, okay, 
brother, I'm going to be straight, okay? So, Raymond Solis the first, Ruiz Solis the third. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not believe with any semblance of anything. There is no way, and I'm not trying to be a hater. Come on, Bay Area, listen real quick. I'm not trying to be a hater. There is no way, in my opinion, against the best basketball player in the world that the Warriors sweep. I, I think that's just, and, and I'm, I'm not, Listen, I will. Okay, so let me let me state this first before everyone starts messaging messaging us on on uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Before you guys start bombarding us with a bunch of messages, how Reese's third is an idiot. Let me stop right there, real quick. I would I want nothing more than the Warriors to sweep the Cavs and to go 16 and 0 the first team ever after going 73 I want nothing more for than for that to happen but brother I I just don't I I have too much respect for Kyrie and LeBron I just have too much respect and I believe wholeheartedly that LeBron's going to win you a game Kyrie's going to win you a game now you're saying now and I'm not arguing this point at all I want to hear this whole argument you're saying that you know LeBron Kyrie will win you one game they're not going to win you two games so no so let's go Uh, let's go back to that I I, I, first of all I'm just going to say like just I'm just interjecting and saying I I do not believe and I as much as I would love it I do not believe wholeheartedly within my heart of hearts there is no way that the Warriors sweep I would love it I would Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna curse and I'm gonna prep the whole nation. I would fucking love it if the Warriors would fucking sweep. It is not gonna happen. You guys are disrespecting the greatest player in the world too much. Maybe you, you disagree, brother, but I'm just saying that's the greatest basketball player in the world right now, and you guys don't think that that skill level is not gonna give him one game. It's it's if this was last year's team, I would feel more comfortable agreeing with you. But one All Star cannot defeat four, including it's. Uh, let let me put it this way: one superstar cannot defeat two superstars with two All Stars and and former All Stars on the bench. But brother, what about Kyrie? You've seen Kyrie is so clutch. We saw him against Boston. So he so dismantled one, so Boston. So one superstar with with two. Two supporting all stars versus two superstars and four all stars. I'm, I'm, th- I'm going to throw David West and Andre Iguodala in there as former all stars. Even they, they don't necessarily they don't start, so that's why they're you know they're not. Now, anyway, brother, I'm not I'm not trying to be devil's advocate. You guys all know my hatred for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You guys are listening to the Gold Cast because we don't like the Cavs, nor do you. But you're, you're gonna you're gonna tell me that I mean. Kyrie, I mean Kyrie is so clutch. Now, brother, I'm, he's I'm, good enough to win a game with LeBron, not single-handedly. So, so you're saying, so you're saying, so you, so you're you're going against my belief. Where I'm saying, I'm saying LeBron will win you a game, Kyrie will win you a game, but the the Cavs won't win you four. So, but you're saying, so you're saying though, you're saying that LeBron, Kyrie will win you one game, but each of them individually won't win you two. No. That's what you're saying. No, so you're not, saying I'm wrong on team. that. Last year's team, yes. This year's team, no. What's the difference? The difference is the they play defense way better. 
Kevin Durant plays defense way better than Harrison Barnes. All his defensive stats are up this year because of the way he plays. He can play. He defends the paint. He can contest uh, the perimeter. In addition, you have Saza, who's a much better rebounder, a bit more dynamic, and can actually score a little bit better than um, Andrew Bogut, and he's more durable than Andrew Bogut. He moves better than Andrew Bogut. Not to say that Andrew Bogut wasn't good. Andrew Bogut was terrific in the paint. And he, he was great at the they, – they, you know, they had the alley-oop plays to him. Not to mention that Golden State's backup center. So the previous centers that we had to work with were not even true bigs. You had Murray Spates, who's a shooting a shooting center, basically. And then you Most had uh, Festus Azili, who was very streaky. Um, that's what I said, Most Spates, who's a shooting center. And then you had Festus Azili, who's very streaky in my opinion. We replace those players with JaVale McGee, who's an absolutely true well, – he's the most athletic center we have next to Damian Jones, who's, who's kind of on the rise. Who's, I say, he, he looks great in the flashes that he's shown this year. I think he's got a lot of potential. But JaVale McGee did awesome. He plays limited time for the Warriors, but every time he's in there, he makes a huge, huge impact. He had that big, huge block on Kevin Love um, where we had the fast break going the other way early so, in the game so can, in the so, second quarter so can i interject for a second and just talk about the evolution of javelle mcgee this this guy brother this this is a guy who at the beginning of the season was getting reamed i mean unfairly i mean the whole league agreed this was he was just getting unfairly reamed by Shaq to the point where his mama had to come in and go Shaq why, why, why are you bugging this boy? Like to the point where his mama had to come in. And I go, Shaq, can you leave boy alone? But, and I said this a couple podcasts, a couple gold casts ago, I said this ago, that might've been the best thing that could have ever happened for him because it forced him, it forced him to raise his game to another level. This is a guy that everybody counted out that nobody thought was worth a damn that I did when I when I saw the way he played in the preseason I said if the Warriors would be stupid not to not to put this guy on the roster yeah but Raymond you're also the greatest you're the greatest barrier fanalist in the world I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that every single gold cast if you're listening to the gold cast Raymond Solis the first is the greatest fanalist in the world he's not an analyst he's not a fan he's a fanalist and he's the greatest in the world I mean, you are, you are, in my opinion, you're like the Joe Montana of fanalists. I'm going <laughs> to just drop it on the Goldcast. So if you're listening to Goldcast Nation, I'm not trying to be biased. I'm just trying to drop it to you straight. I love you guys. There's like over 4,000 of you. You guys are the best. I'm just saying, if you're listening, Raymond Solis the first is the greatest fanalist of all time. It's why we all listen. You're not here for Rudy Solis III. You're not here for Pete Zimmer. You're not here for Old Man Davis. You're not here for Louis Bartone. You're here for Raymond Solis the first because he's the greatest fanalist of all time. He represents us and and he drops it on a level on ESPN. So I'm I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be rude. I mean, I'm just, you know. I'm, I'm just being honest. So let's get back to the real point, though. Hold on. So, JaVale McGee. So, this dude gets ripped and raked across the coals for the whole season. And then, you know, and then, and then you know, uh, KD is like, yo, why, why are you giving our boy such a hard time? And then Shaq's like, well, you haven't won a title, so 
the fuck do I care what you say? And then Katie's like, why, why does a title have to be the end all be all of everything? Like, really? Like, like, he's like, like Shaq, every, every time someone's mad at you, you're like, well, you haven't won a title. So blah, 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 blah. And Katie's like, well, why, why does it always got to be about a title? I mean, like, no offense, but real he always cheeses Barkley with that too. He'll talk he, to yeah. Kenny the Jet, and then he'll be like, uh, and then Barkley will try to interject, and then Shaq will say, "Hey, um, uh, stay out of this. This is championship talk only." <laughs> exactly. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. It's not the only thing, but according no, to Shaq, it is. It is pretty important. Though. It is. Pr- it is pretty important. But We've- last time I checked, Charles Barkley's a Hall of Famer too. I- you know, I mean, I mean, he, he's kind of like one of the Dan Marinos. You know, he's you know one of the dudes like like one of the greatest ever's to not win a championship. He's he's arguably like the Dan Marino of, of of basketball. But but I will say this, and I'm sure you'll agree, Javale McGee getting roasted by Shaq and the the shit that this kid had to go through is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to him because that kid has been playing out of his mind for the last three months. Yeah. I mean, you know, that there's a lot to be said about criticism and pressure. So. Well, JaVale's answered the call. And I think that's, I mean, that's the beauty of the Warriors is that when whenever they hire... Or higher. Whenever they sign new players, you know they they know that if you're gonna play on this team, then you're gonna have to play, you know, your best basketball. And that's what we've seen, you know, from Javale's playing his best basketball uh, right now. And I'm and it's awesome to see. And the the exciting thing about Javale is that the fact that it's it's he's the backup. You know, I think Zaza is just a little bit more consistent, and that's why he gets more playing time. That's why he's a starter. He's been in the league longer. He's he's played at a more consistent level, where Javale's just finally kind of tapping into his true potential via the Warriors. So it's uh, it's it's hard to stop. So so here so we give up Festus Azili, who by the way got injured this year when he went to the uh, Blazers. And then we got Zaza Pachulia, who was healthy all year. I think he got he, he hurt his heel uh, a couple series back, but then he was only out for like a game or two. And and then the backup is Javale McGee, who's even more athletic than Zaza Pachulia and can dunk like a maniac. And who's actually actually a pretty good passer too for a big man too. And then and then the third one that comes in, typically he's not necessarily. He kind of plays center, but he doesn't. He's not not necessarily as David West is kind of the third man that comes in that typically closes out the games between the third and fourth quarter. And he's he's super consistent. And he he did miss a couple of those elbow jumpers today that he loves to take, but you know most of the time he makes those shots. So I expect those to go down next game. So, but either way, um, it's just too hard. I mean, Maurice Bates was a great shooter. He's actually a better shooter than uh than David West is because he can shoot threes and they let him loose last year to shoot threes. But the point is he was a little too slow, couldn't defend the rim very well, wasn't necessarily a true big in the sense. So they they didn't necessarily get – they got the offensive efficiency for most baits, who's also a little streaky too, but they also didn't necessarily get the defensive proficiency for most baits that they needed. So you replace that with guys like David West and JaVale McGee who are just as athletic and can put up points when needed – 
but the the big the big turnaround is that they played defense a lot better than the guys we did have. Um, we had the Brazilian Blaze. We got rid of him. We need, now Ian Clark has now taken on the role here. Who gets who's just as who's pretty good. He's not as fast as Leandro Barbosa, but he still shoots pretty well. He shot pretty well pretty much most of the season. He gets steals. He's good at rebounding. He he can play the point guard very well. He's a good passer. So you know you it's kind of an even trade kind of get rid of an older guy for a younger guy on the come up so you you win on that trade because you're getting a guy on the come up and he's just going to get better whereas Leandro Bobrosa is already in the twilight of his career he was also injured this year uh, same thing with Andrew Bogut he went to kick the Cavaliers as a mole he got injured broke his leg you know all the guys that we gave up with the exception the only one who actually had a really good season and put up better numbers this year was Maurice Bates everybody else got injured that we gave up yeah, and we were on the we Clippers. Repl- everyone that we, we replace them with plays better defense and puts up just the same amount of points. So they're just tighter. They're just tighter all around, and they're 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 just as deep as they were last year. It didn't look like that at the beginning of the year because it hadn't gelled, and now it's gelled. You know, we saw it gel towards the middle of the season, more so in the latter half of the season, especially when Kevin Durant went down. That's when everyone really came together. Well, that, that, that they, actually they won thirteen straight. Actually, brother, that was probably the greatest thing that could have happened to the Warriors was KD going down because it, it forced the rest of the team to go, oh, wait, wait, how do we gel? How, how, how do we come together? It forced them to do that. It forced that entire team to gel and figure out how to win without KD. And God bless them. And God bless them. They were like, you know, we got to defer to KD. No, you don't. No, you don't. And it's, it's about it's about time you find out how to do it without him. And that was the best thing that could have happened to him without question, without question. So what I'm gathering from you at this point right now is that there is no, there is no answer in the second game. I don't right? see it. I see them pulling out one, one victory. That's about it. But I, I don't, it's, uh, probably it's third, third, third or fourth game really, in Cleveland. really hard to blow out this team. This team blows you out. You don't blow the, the, the games that they came, the games that were hard for the Warriors where the other team had a chance of winning were super, super tight games. Outside of that, the Warriors just blow you out. So for an opponent, you know, you know, if, if you, if you're within five points of the Warriors, you know, you, you got to feel pretty good about yourself, but you know, so when, when the Warriors win, they win big. When the other team wins, it's by a small margin because this is how good they are. We talked we talked about this very much earlier, and I talked about that with Cavalier Chris. I'm like, when the Warriors win, it's it's big. I'm like, when the Cavs win, it's like by a a, a hair. And uh, he told well, me they, they blew out a lot of teams in this postseason too, but but for the most part, they weren't they weren't you know in the regular season they weren't winning as much. No. They're actually pretty sloppy down the stretch. Let, 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 let's get back. Let, okay, first of all, hold on, brother. I got, I got to bring something up. Gold Cast Nation, I love you guys. But you know what really pisses me off, brother, about the Gold Cast Nation? Mm. Is that I was talking about, I believe it was the 2014 Heat versus Spurs. And I was saying several podcasts in a row. I'm like, well, you know, like when the Spurs, um, the Spurs sweeped them. They didn't sweep them. They they only they won four to five four to one, and nobody corrected me, and I'm really disappointed in in the Gold Cast Nation. I'm like, really? <laughs> None of you motherfuckers can really? None of you guys can correct me on that? You guys correct us on everything? Okay, you're gonna love this, Ray. Hold on. So okay, we're done. So 
if if you don't want to hear 49er talk, just log off right now. But I want to hear your opinion on everything we just talked about. If you're a Warriors fan and you're dealing with Cavs hate, I want to hear, I want to see a comment on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram right now. Drop it. Do not shy away. We, we want to hear it. Okay, because we're yeah, all... if you see the sweep, let us know why you see the sweep. If you see six, let us know why you see six. Right, because we're all dealing with it. Every... If you see seven, let us know why you see seven. Yeah, why, why you see seven. Not. I've heard seven, too. Uh, man, when I told Cavalier Chris that we're going to win it in seven, he or six, he looked at me and he goes, you actually, and actually, it kind of made me, it was a pause to cause. He, he, he said, he goes, you really think, he goes, you really think the Warriors are going to close out in Cleveland? Wow. He goes, you Golden State guys. And I was gonna go, well, you fucking Cleveland guys or something. I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm you know, I'm not gonna get made look like a bitch. I'm I'm gonna go out swinging, you know. So I'm like, whoa, whoa wait, wait, hold on, hold on, because he was like, he's like, wow, you 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 Golden State guys, wow, you guys are something else. I was like, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, you actually think you're gonna close out your series in our city? I was like, yeah, what? Why wouldn't we? And he goes, wow, all right, all right, okay. And I said, and then I, you know, kind of beating a dead horse. I go, what do you think? And he goes, well, we're going to win tonight. And I was like, you you fucking Cleveland guys or something else. <laughs> I just had to respond back. You Cleveland guys. Anyways, going back. So I want to hear from everybody. If you're if you're part of the Goldcast Nation, we love you guys. I want to hear on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I want to hear all of your thoughts. You guys all have at least one. You guys all have one Cavalier Chris in your life that's telling you what's going to be what. And we want to hear about it. All right. And then we'll all talk about it. We'll all debate about it. But I want brother, I want to talk about one last conversation. We're at the very end. But, you know, this is the gold cast. But. Historically, we are always going to be about the Niners. So you're going to love this. So Facebook.com, brother. I'm on Facebook. All right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this real quick, and then we're going to get out of here because we're, we're almost done. We're at like 53 minutes. We need, to, we need to be done. So I'm on Facebook. I get this tag from one of my best friends, fellow actor, Nelson Estevez. He goes, Rudy Sousa third. He just tags me in this post, and I look at the post, and the post, this is some dude. I don't even know who this fuck this dude is he's going hey the best quarterback of all time joe montana tom brady debate and he just drops the mic right and so then nelson's like rudy rudy you you got you got to weigh in on this and i'm like i'm looking at all these arguments i'm looking at all these arguments and i'm i go i got this don't don't worry nelson i got this don't you worry your pretty little head over this so then i jump in brother And then this is what I say. I go, okay, look, look, I go, this is a fun argument. I go, and you know what? There's a lot of perspectives depending on who your team is. All right. I'm super fair about it, brother, right from the get. All right. And I go, okay. So I said, okay, so if, if you're only counting rings, Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's a champ. I mean, no question. Five Super Bowl rings. That's it. I I said, but, but if we're going to count different things i said i'm going to count the one stat that nobody can touch brady bradshaw no one can touch it's called and i said i go we call this in the bay area and on the gold cast which i dropped that too i said it's called the perfect stat and y'all know what i'm talking about i was like four three eleven zero 
And if you're on the gold cast, if you're a gold cast faithful, if you're a 49er faithful, if you're from the Bay Area, if you're from us, you know exactly what the fuck the perfect stat is. It's the Joe Montana stat. It's the one stat that in all of football and all sports can never be touched. 4-3-11-0. And it's four Super Bowl rings, three MVPs, 11 touchdown passes, zero interceptions, zero controversies, zero losses. That is, and in eight years. We, we might as well throw the eight in there, brother. Because that, that is the perfect stat. And you know what? Hey, God, God bless Brady. It took him like 15 years to get five. We did it in eight. Joe Montana, four, three, 11, zero. And if you're a true blue 49er faithful, if you are down for the cause, if you're from the Bay Area, then you already know. Four, three, 11, zero. I don't have to talk about it again. Four touchdowns. Oh, no. Four Super Bowl wins. Joe Montana also has the highest passer rating in Super Bowl history. Thank you, brother. I mean, let's get on that real quick. Four Super Bowl rings, three MVPs, 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero losses, zero controversies. We did it in eight years. So, uh, so I said this thing. I go, hey, if you want to talk about most winning, hey, Brady's your dude. That's awesome. Five SB rings, shitload of controversy, whatever, 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 whatever. But if you want to talk about the most perfect quarterback in Super Bowl history, there's only one. Brady can't touch it. Bradshaw can't touch it. So you guys open the conversation. I'm just saying, if you want to talk about the most perfect quarterback in Super Bowl history, undefeated, flawless, perfect quarterback in Super Bowl history, then you're listening to the Goldcast, Joe Montana. Raymond, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at RaceOlise and Instagram at RaceOlise1. Boom. You can find me at RaceOlise3, RaceOlise3RD. Brother, I think we should. So we purposely waited till after game one. Game two is on Sunday. I mean, I think we would we would be doing a great disservice if we didn't serve the Gold Cast Nation another podcast right after Game Two. Am I right? It's on a uh, I'll be out of town. So, damn sorry. it! <laughs> damn it! Well, okay. But you should get uh, you should get Zimmer on. I should. It should be Rudy and Zimmer at least. Yeah. Like that. We got to go toe to toe make this happen, right? So let's say this, brother. So. Without question, the gold cast will be on Sunday night. We don't know who the, all the guests will be. At least Rudy Slice third will be there, but we obviously Raymond Slice the first will not be there. Right? Yep. All right, there it is. Sorry, folks. It's all good. It's all good. So concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Slice the third, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom!
We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time, same Goldcast channel. We apologize for the pops. We will make it. We will fix it. Boom. This is, this is the Goldcast. 